Hey guys, welcome to the e-commerce paradise podcast. Today I have a special guest on the show. His name is Daniel and he is with WPOK. He's a company uh, founder that creates um, digital marketing services specifically to manage people's WordPress, WooCommerce, e-commerce websites. Welcome to the podcast, Daniel. Thanks you. Thank you, Trevor. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I am uh, sitting virtually on the, on the chair where John Lee Dumas was a few days ago. So <laughs> yeah, it's a great honor. He's one of my heroes. <laughs> That's awesome. He's definitely one of my heroes too. Uh, that guy's done a lot with online businesses. Truly incredible. Um, I only barely am scratching the surface of what he's done. So um, let's get into kind of about your story. Um, we all have a story as an entrepreneur, as a founder of a company. And I'd like to hear more about um, what drove you to start a company and how you grew it to where it's at now. Okay. So first of all, I come from Italy and uh, I use, I am a technical dude. Basically, I always been a technical dude and I have the luck to work with uh, and help uh, small companies, very small companies and also help very big companies because I had a career, uh, a corporate career uh, in networking and security. And uh, because of this career, I relocate to Netherlands where I, where I am now. I, uh, I usually I'm based in Amsterdam when not traveling, of course. And uh, at a certain point of this career, I had a bit of a crisis, you know, I blame the crisis of the 30, <laughs> but I also blame Tim Ferriss book for hours per week because of this. So I knew I want to make money online, but I didn't know how. And then I, one day I discovered that it's possible to buy websites that are already existing. And then I got into the old like Flippa and Empire, Empire Flippers, and all these, uh, these, uh, thing. And I, I, I bought a few websites and things were going okay, but as always, uh, it often happened the original idea never works out uh, as you, as you plan. So, and I, I was really, I had a problem with focusing because I had too, ma too many different projects to follow. And, uh, one day a friend of mine asked me, he's, he's a WordPress developer and he asked me, Hey, Daniele, do you want some customers? You know, I'm a bit, I have a bit too many. And then for to me, it was a bit like the low hanging fruit. And I say, yeah, okay, why not? Because I'm, I'm a technical, I always work with people. And uh, I always work with WordPress, so I know WordPress, so why not? And then I start, you know, making the website for the lawyer, the website for the gym, and a couple of e-commerce websites. And I realized two things. The first one is that I didn't want to do that. And the second thing is that for small, small customers, for the, the um, small uh, entrepreneurs, uh, small companies, to have proper support, it's very difficult. So I saw huge companies, telcos, banks, if they need something, boom, they get it immediately because they have the budget also to get that. But small companies, they are really kind of sometimes even mistreated. They end up working with the cousin. They end up working with some uh, freelancer. Maybe he's great, but maybe sometimes he's not available because he's working on other projects. Or they end up with some agency that sometimes, you know, they charge a lot of money, and, but they're not interested in them because they are small. They're too small. They want the big fishes. So I saw that there was a, a space there to provide proper support. And that, that's why, yeah, that's, that's how I got into, um, yeah, I want, to, I want to make a service that it can really help these people. And uh, I felt that I could deliver value providing, providing support because that's what I, what I, what I did. So I st first offered the service to my, my own customer and that was the easy part, the easy sale because they already knew me and they already worked with me. Uh, then I created the brand WPOK, that is the, the brand that uh, the company that I, that I run now. And uh, we focus, I focus the marketing mainly in the Italian market because I saw that there was less competition there. But now 
yeah, three years later, we basically operate everywhere. We have customers from US till Indonesia. In uh, for the yeah, more than 30% of customers are uh, actually non uh, non Italian, and uh, we have a team of four people for uh, WordPress experts that are ready to jump in and uh, help with the um, providing support to customers. Awesome, man. So it, yeah, it sounds like you guys are doing a lot of great work out there, helping a lot of businesses. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the um, the type of the, the way we work and the way I like to work with, with customers is provide an ongoing um, ongoing support. So we have a subscription based service, and we continuously help them taking care of the maintenance part, so the old security and uh, keeping things updated, keeping the website working as it should. And on the other side, also helping them with the small changes, uh, with the small improvements uh, that you know nowadays uh, it's very they are very much needed because the websites are, are becoming more and more dynamics, and uh, people always need to improve and change something. So yeah, yeah that's what we propose, and it's working fine. People understand that. Yeah, when I first got started with e-commerce online, I actually, um, I was, well, when I first started it was eBay and then I moved on to this e-creator thing. But when I first started to do my own website, I chose WordPress because WordPress is like the number one based um, online website creation software now, you know, like it's been that way for a long time. And um, I think more people are based on, more, more businesses, websites are based on WordPress than any other uh, platform. Um, and then WooCommerce came out, I think somewhere in the mid to uh, late 2000s possibly, and, um, and started growing a lot in popularity because it's a really easy built-in um, plugin for WordPress. Can you talk about, you know, maybe like your guys' work with helping people with their WooCommerce stores and stuff like that? Yeah, I would say a good, uh, a good part of our customers, they are e-commerce because I think that that's the type of business that benefits the most from the type of service we, we offer. And uh, yeah, I would say almost all of everyone there is running WooCommerce. And uh, they all have different needs and different ways to use it and different uh, features that they, they use and, some, and different add-ons, etc. But they, they use uh, WooCommerce as a, as a base for, for WordPress. And yeah, one, one, of my, um, one of my biggest struggles was dealing with having to get a developer all the time. I remember that like my, my site would crash randomly every month. Um, and I think it was because I was on some crappy shared server with GoDaddy. Um, I should have probably upgraded my server or something like that. But mm. it was always some issue where I had to hire a developer and it was just such a pain in the butt. Um, but back then I really didn't know of any like, services like you provide. So I think it's really cool that you're doing that. It definitely is something people need, you know, if they're, if they're running managing their own e-commerce platform because there's a lot of things going on all the time yeah especially i know how frustrating it is to to find someone uh, maybe you go up out there like in upwork you you try to find someone you have to select the right person and if you're not technical it's also very difficult to 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 evaluate them i have the same thing when i hire someone that is, that is not doing what i know so i find difficult to evaluate the person and then when you find someone then you have to negotiate like the quote and the delivery time and then yeah often like prices are not accurate or, or not clear uh, the delivery time stretches and there are delays and stuff so yeah i think i i really think it's important if you do support you have to do support and only support so we don't build websites uh, we don't do like uh, we, are, we don't say yes to everything that people ask for we don't do seo service for example we don't do content. Uh, there are a lot of things that we don't do. But what we do, I think, is very important to focus on, on that thing uh, because we will never tell a customer, oh, sorry, you know, we, we will reply next week because we are busy. 
for, with a delivery and of closing a project. We'll never say something like that. We are there to give answers uh, within 24 hours. So that's, uh, yeah, I think it's good for, uh, as always, specialization. Uh, it's something that uh, helps. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you're, you know, trying to be good at all things, you're probably not going to be really good at any one of them. And so I think it's really good you guys have chosen to specialize in one uh, corner of that market. Um, now, you, before the show, you wanted to um, talk about, you know, some tips that you had for e-commerce store owners. Um, do you want to go ahead and, and start with those? Uh, yes. And uh, I tell you why, because it really hurts me to see when things go wrong, because I know how difficult it is to grow an online business, how difficult, how much time it requires. And uh, sometimes I see things, uh, yeah, some, maybe some stupid technical detail that completely destroy a project that, that, that hurts. And, uh, uh, so we have seen, of course, a lot of things that went wrong in the, in the past uh, few years. This is, this is what support about, right? You always come in with, when uh, things are, uh, <laughs> when there are problems. So um, yeah, I just want to share five things that is very important, uh, let's say, mistakes to avoid. Well, the first one is about backups. Okay, it's 2018. Everyone is familiar with the concept of a backup, of a safe copy. We do backups of our phones. We do backups of our pictures. It's very important to make backups of our websites. The mistakes that I see often is that people trust the hosting for that. They think, oh yeah, the hosting is already doing that. But we have seen a few, a few cases where things went wrong. Sometimes hosting don't do a full backups. Sometimes they do backup once a month. Sometimes they are very slow. I remember one time we need a backup uh, and the hosting reply after three days asking us, oh, from which date? And then we reply and then another three days to restore a site. So in total, one week to restore a website. For me, it's totally unacceptable. Uh, so do not trust the hosting for, uh, for your backups. It's very important that you have your own backup uh, plan that I always advise to do a backup every day because there is no reason not to have a daily backup. You don't want to go back as your e-commerce was uh, not even a week ago because you have order, you have orders, you have new customers, you have new products. So it has to, do, to be at, uh, daily. It has to be saved on the, on the cloud. So do not keep the backup on the same server where there is your website. Everyone knows the concept of having all the, the eggs in one basket, right? So yeah, keep that separate. Uh, and um, yeah, make sure that the, the, the backup is working because you have to check that actually if you're saving your, your backups on Google Drive, every now and then you have to check that actually the files are there, that you have the backup of the database, you have the backup of the files. So uh, yeah, it's not complex, but <laughs> it's, it's extremely, extremely important because when things go horribly wrong and sometimes do horribly wrong, go, they go horribly wrong, you need the backup. That's what is going to save you. So yeah, first thing, Backups. <laughs> the second one drives me mad. It's the, uh, the asset ownership. I don't know if you have seen this, but I'll give you an example. There was this guy, Marco, of course, Italian, and <laughs> he had a very nice e-commerce selling a special type of soap, like washing soap, and uh, he decided to work with us. And I told him, you know, you have to give us access to your hosting, to your website, because we need to do the maintenance and, uh, and we need the full access. And then, uh, well, it took one month for him to get to give us access to the hosting because he was locked in in this type of situation when where the previous agency uh, didn't want to give him access to his own website. And to me, it drives me totally insane. Uh, and I still see 
often this sometimes this type of situation where the business owner doesn't own, it doesn't have full control of the asset of his own website. And so what are the assets of a website? The hosting, for sure, the domain, the uh, like uh, social media accounts, email marketing accounts, uh, Google Analytics, uh, Search Console, all these are assets. If you have plugins, if you use premium plugins, you need to have access to the license, to the support. I mean, it's very important. But I see why these things happen, because sometimes business owners, they don't understand about technical things. And they just say, oh, you know, I don't know about hosting and domains. Please, I, I pay you, you do it. But this is very dangerous, because it's like, imagine like, you build a very nice house, a very nice villa. And then uh, once you're living there with your family, you discover that the land is property of the, <laughs> of the builder that was uh, working there. And he doesn't want to, to give it to you. I mean, it uh, <laughs> would be very absurd in real life. So it's also very important to pay attention to this on, uh, on the online space. The third one is security. <laughs> security. Of course, security is important. But I still see a lot. Uh, sometimes people tell me, yeah, but Hackers don't care about my website. They are always after the Bank of America <laughs> website. But that's totally wrong because it's not much the hackers, but the, the malware. And this is a completely automated type of scripts that they just try to open every door. And if your door is not locked, they will come in. It's, uh, they don't care uh, if, who you are, uh, how much uh, money you make. So in that sense, the internet <laughs> is a kind of dangerous place. So it's very, very important to to protect your website. And uh, the, we have a service for malware removal. And uh, let's say almost all the website that we have seen with malware, uh, the malware was caused by the lack of updates. So super important to keep the website update, WordPress, plugins, and also the team, because the developers are always releasing new versions that are fixing uh, uh, vulnerabilities and uh, known problems. and uh, if you don't close the door <laughs> with these updates, someone will, uh, may, may come in. Uh, also, sometimes I see we, we, we found malware because the, the, yeah, someone, top, I don't know if the website owner or some consultants, I don't know, installed like uh, nulled plugins, the type of crack uh, software, crack software that you download from strange website. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's very stupid because to save maybe 30, 50 bucks, you completely put your website in a, at risk, not only for the security itself, but also you can get penalized from an SEO point of view because these plugins, they add strange backlinks. Uh, uh, you can send data to someone else. Because sometimes, I mean, the worst malware is the one that you don't see, that is doing something, is sending emails, spam, is doing a, sending your data somewhere else, but you don't see. That's the... Um, Worst one. So yeah, security is very, very important and should not be under underestimated. The yeah, the fourth one is the speed. So it's important to have a website that is uh, fast, that loads fast. Well, just I, I tell you that there are at least two good, very good reasons. So the first one is to give a good experience to to the to the visitor. So there was a research a few years ago that say that uh, if your website loads in, in more than three seconds, 40% of the visitors will just close, run away, and will, they will never visit your website again. To be honest, I don't really trust that. I don't think that it's so dramatic. But 
I believe that there is a, like a halo effect around your website. If your website is low, people think that you and your product and your company is low. If your, comp if your website looks uh, like a, very a lot of information, very confusing, they think that you are all over the place. There is this kind of psychological halo effect that uh, I think to me, it, yeah, that's something that you don't, wanna, you don't want to run into. <laughs> like you wanna have a fast website, you wanna give the, uh, the maximum uh, uh, credibility and uh, the, yeah, impact people in a, in a positive way. And, uh, and the second is the SEO, because Google keeps saying that the web should, should be faster, the web should be faster, and there are mm, some researches that confirms that fast websites are, well, let's put it the other way, let's put it the other way, slow websites are penalized in, uh, in the ranking. So yes, speed is important, and we find a lot of websites that are super slow, and uh, it doesn't take that much to, to make them faster. Most of the times, just a good caching plugins, a bit of configuration, uh, small images, especially like product images uh, for uh, e-commerce are very important to think they should be on the right size. And um, sometimes like CDN, there, is also, there are also free options like Cloudflare. So these type of things, they really make, uh, make a big difference. And uh, well, I'm already at the fifth one. <laughs> so <laughs> it's about, it's about user, user experience. Okay, just a couple of things because I know it's a topic that you're, you already touched and your people are already familiar with, so it's not totally technical. But the um, few things that I see that don't work, the first one are the sliders. Still amaze me how many websites they have this very nice slider, sometimes like huge images, six slides. Every slide takes five seconds. Yeah. Nobody will ever wait 30 seconds to see your six products with one click to the, to the, to the page. <laughs> You're laughing, you know how it is, right? I know like nobody, <laughs> nobody made that. It's a huge waste of, spy, of space. And uh, it's a very important space because it's the first thing that most of the people landing on your website will see. So it's, uh, it's much, yeah, there is a much better use uh, for that space, like put your products uh, in a grid, uh, think about something uh, that, to identify the type of people visiting you. Uh, the second is avoiding distraction, uh, especially like in the shop, yeah, when you are at the, at the checkout, uh, I still see e-commerce side that you arrive at the checkout and there is uh, the sidebar flashing telling you the new articles that they just released and the pop-up, sign up for our, our newsletter, things like that. Uh, yeah, sometimes it seems like the basics, but still, uh, still very important. The, yeah, the pages should not be distracting, avoid distractions, especially in critical pages like the checkout pages. I and the... 100%. <laughs> and, the, and the last one about this uh, UX, well, it's not, maybe it's not exactly user experience, but I want to say it is avoid stock photos. That's something that, I mean, in general, I, I see sometimes very nice websites, very great products, but the owners is kind of hiding himself you check the about page, there is no picture, there is no name. They just tell you we are great, we are the best, blah, blah. They don't tell a story. And uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't understand why I really immediately think, okay, why they're hiding uh, themselves? I immediately think there is something wrong. And uh, it would be much nicer to just put your image, put your story, uh, a video of yourself. You know, it, it tells so much more. And uh, also the stock, yeah, I start mentioning the stock photos because Sometimes I see like, oh, these are our offices. And you see this is like stock photo of a huge skyscraper 
and uh, <laughs> you, you feel that this is not right that this is not uh, this is not real and so i think it's uh, yeah that's something uh, to 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 um, can be so easily so easily improved because at the end of se uh, selling something is as much as a transfer of money as it is as a, a um, it's more a transfer of trust so you have to build the trust and with these uh, small things like putting showing that you are a real person and uh, telling your story where you had some struggles etc it's uh, it makes yeah it increases the the trust yeah i agree yeah trevor so these I are the it, yeah it makes a things. big difference to the e-commerce site when you put a personal touch to it i do that to every site that i made and we get some customers that tell us specifically they bought from us just because we had a personal story and the competitor didn't, or they just didn't believe the competitors. What I usually like to do also is um, to add to what you're saying, because I think it's so important, is um, to add blog posts along with that. So like you make an about page, it's really well filled out and stuff like that, talk about your unique selling proposition, you as a founder, and then you can actually link to a blog post that tells more about your specific story and how it relates to the creation of your website. And then you can even link to more blog posts that link to guides. And then you have this really cool internal linking structure in your website that leads the customer through a journey. And every single interaction they have with your business builds trust. So, you know, that's going to help you build trust in the long run with potential clients, help people sign up for an email list. Um, they're more likely to sign up for an email list at that point if they've already, you know, built, if you've already built a little bit of trust with them through your content. So you guys definitely um, understand that it's super important to build trust with your customer base through content marketing and um, your about page is kind of like, it should be the centerpiece of that besides your uh, homepage. Cause a lot of people they'll land on your product page and then they'll think, Hmm, where should I go from here? You know, it's either the about page, the homepage, or maybe one of your policy pages or something if it's not straight to the cart page. So that was an awesome tip. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel, for that. Um, so many other good tips too there. I'm really impressed um, by your, your depth of knowledge with e-commerce and um, it's just so true, you know, like everything matters when it comes to security, um, and when it comes to, you know, making sure that your site is um, easy to navigate and fast loading and stuff like that. And um, every little thing matters, I found, you know, and it's funny because you look at case studies like Amazon and Amazon, this huge behemoth of an e-commerce store has been around for multiple decades. The, the number one thing they always work on besides like reviews, for instance, is site speed load time. And they know that shaving just a millisecond of time off the site speed load time will actually make more orders. It just literally increases their conversion rate. So they're always working on that. Um, and so it's just one of those things you should always be checking into your business. Um, Google page speed insights is a great resource for that. I use it all the time um, as well as Google analytics. That'll tell you how fast certain pages are loading and what the slowest loading pages are in your website. Just understand things like videos and, and big high quality images can slow the loading time of your website. So consider um, crushing your images, making them smaller um, resolution, and then also um, not including too many videos um, where you don't necessarily need them. So. Um, yeah, man, like so many good tips. And, um, I think honestly, you know, it's, it's a lot harder to manage, um, WordPress stores than it is to manage something on like a, a platform like Shopify where you have like a whole e-commerce thing, um, uh, company supporting you. And when you're using WordPress, obviously the, I think the biggest advantage there is you're saving a lot of money on, on monthly hosting fees, you know? So, um, with that being said though, you really should hire some kind of a service professional to help you, whether it be an agency like WPOK or whether it be, um, you know, a developer and like Daniel was talking about, it is very hard to seek out quality developers that are freelancers that work one-on-one -on -one and are always available when you need them. Um, that can be one of the biggest struggles for sure. It was for me 
anyways, and that's, that's why I eventually moved off of WordPress and WooCommerce from my e-commerce store and moved to Shopify, but a um, ton of people are using WooCommerce still, and um, I, I might even use it in the future. Who knows? It's just so easy to set up and, and use with uh, WordPress. So if you're like, if, for instance, if you're a blogger and you already have a lot of content throughout, through a niche or something like that, you can easily install WooCommerce, and then you can add products. Um, install an SSL on the cart and checkout page and then um, just start selling your stuff that you, you just have to connect Stripe and you know add a return policy and a, a privacy policy in terms of conditions and you can start driving Google shopping ads or something um, traffic to your website through there and it makes sales you can sell clothing if you're an influencer on YouTube you can sell merchandise WordPress and WooCommerce works for that and lots of different things there so yeah Daniel thank, thanks so much for sharing all those awesome tips man it was really good Okay, no problem. I'm passionate about what we do, so it's always uh, <laughs> nice to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. And I hope we can help uh, people uh, listening to, to, to the podcast. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure, because, I mean, it, it just is one of those big, big difficult points is managing the hosting. Um, even though it doesn't come up, like, that often, but, like, when it does, it's, like, literally the biggest emergency in your life, especially if you have, like, a cash-flowing business. Uh, we were making, you know, um, God, 50 thousand to like 80,000 sales per month through our high ticket dropshipping store in 2014. And when we had, we were having 10, 20 sales a day. So, um, when we had a down day or like I woke up in the morning with no sales and I was like, what's going on here? And then I get an email from my customer saying, Hey dude, your site's down. It's <laughs> like, Oh, what do I do now? You know, I was just like running to the, to the phone to call my developer in, in Eastern Europe, hoping he's awake right now. And, uh, and yeah, that was, you know, just a nightmare to deal with all the time. So, um, yeah, I wish there was a service like like you guys got back then, but, um, but yeah, anyways, um, there are, you know, other services out there. I know for, for doing what you do, how do you differentiate mm -hmm. yourself from the competitors um, in your space as far as the service goes for WordPress sites and stuff? Yeah. So yeah, for sure. I didn't invent anything because the support has been, uh, has been around a long way. And actually one of my inspiration was LoopyQ. It was a service uh, run by Dan Norris. Uh, the guy was super nice. He was very, transparent in how they were doing so I had to I could learn a lot from him uh, and he ended up being uh, so uh, being uh, bought by GoDaddy a couple of years ago so now they <laughs> they're not yeah they change a lot they're not around like uh, they used to but yeah I mean what I really like about the way we work is that we are still a small company so we are a team of four you're not going to talk with every time with a different person and start again telling how your website works and what are the criticality maybe you have to explain something to someone that doesn't know anything because we are a small team at the end we we get to know our customer fairly well and what are the let's say criticalities that a website can have and uh yeah i think i think this is still a, a plus because at the end you yeah, have small team we get to you get to know the person that are working on your website and they know your website too Cool, man. I think that is a huge plus. Um, just being able to have someone to talk to that knows about your business already is a way different experience than if you're dealing with a big agency usually. Um, so that's awesome, man. And if people want to find you, um, you know, maybe uh, take you up on your offer for um, some services for their um, e-commerce store, where can they find you? Yeah, so the website is uh, wp-ok.com. And uh, if they want to reach out directly to me, my name is uh, Daniele with one E at the end and one L at wp-ok.com. Got it. Perfect. All right, Daniela, thank you so much for being on the e-commerce paradise podcast. Um, viewers out there, if you're interested, go to wp-ok.com and uh, sign up. And uh, yeah, thanks again for, for being a part of this. I really appreciate you uh, sharing all your knowledge and expertise with the community.
Thank you, Trevor.